Hunting boots are a critical component of any successful hunt. Whether walking a short distance to your blind or trudging miles through rugged terrain, your feet are carrying the load. Without the right boots, you could give up early and lose out on that trophy just over the ridge. At Midway USA, we make selecting boots for your next hunt easier. With just a few clicks of a mouse, you can decide on what's important, like waterproofing, insulation, size, width, and savings. For just about everything for shooting, hunting, and the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. The 1911 is one of the most iconic firearms in history. Designed by John Browning, the 1911 was the standard-issue sidearm of the U.S. military from 1911 to 1985. While Colt produced the original, almost every major firearm company has produced its own version. It's wildly revered for its reliability, crisp trigger, and is still a favorite for all types of shooters. Whether you're looking to buy or build a 1911 and just about everything for guns, log on to MidwayUSA.com. Damn these Biloxi blues, it happens every night. And I ain't never met a riverboat dealer that could ever be a friend of mine. I have not. Summer heat never treats me kind, it leaves trouble on my mind. So I'm bidding farewell, putting in my nose, and I'll see you another time. This highway does not know my name, and I don't care. No, I don't care. For another place And I got Three good tires And a spare Right to the hook Just a white line gypsy Getting out of Mississippi With just enough gas to get there Low Budget Live, not so live And welcome to the LBL Bar and Grill You bunch of low lifers. And if you're new to this program, low lifer and low lifers are what the fine listeners of this program call themselves. This is the podcast for March the 29th. So welcome if you are a new low lifer. Welcome if you are an old low lifer. This is the LBL Bar and Grill. This is Low Budget Live. Sometimes we do it live. We do it not so live way more times these days. So uh, welcome. Welcome aboard. This has been a, uh, an insane week. I feel like we say that too much on Low Budget Live, but that is the truth. This week has been crazy. We had a lot going on. Uh, for starters, Lake Teresa got some fish stocked in there earlier in the week, uh, which was an awesome experience with the fine folks from Southeastern Pond Management. want to thank those. Uh, Luke, in particular, Luke Moran, came out and got us uh, got our foundation started going to have a video up on that this week but those folks are uh, fantastic to work with and they have a cool deal coming up i want to mention just real quick a shock boat showdown basically they're doing a live event on their facebook page very soon where they're going to see which team have like four offices they're going to go shock lakes that they manage and see who who gets the biggest and the most but like it's pretty crazy and uh, it's a really cool idea for a video, and uh, it's going to show what these guys are capable of doing. So go check them out, follow them on social media, and all that uh, good jazz. But Southeastern Pond Management kind of, kind of, uh, definitely pointing us in the right direction. But Lake T, it was a real, uh, it was re- honestly, it was kind of an emotional day out there, getting that, uh, getting it going. 
you know, of course, the lakes and mom's memory and all that. But it's just cool. Cool seeing life in it, fish flicking around out there. We got a fish feeder out there now, and we got uh, copper nose, shell cracker, and some golden shiners. We got some threadfin coming, and of course, the bass very, very soon. But uh, the craziest thing of the week, though, was the fact that I was, I had recorded this already because of Smith Lake. The Bassmaster Open, I was supposed to be fishing this week, but uh, unfortunately, because of flooding, I was down there practicing. We get the email, no bueno, can't have it. It's the highest I've ever seen it. i fished Smith a long time, and I've heard guys like Jordan Lee and Jesse Wiggins say the same. I mean, it's really bad. So uh, it's up in people's houses and sections of the lake, and it's it's nuts. But the, uh, the, the area at Smith Lake Dam, where the tournament goes out of, inaccessible you can't get in there like there's two and three feet of water in the parking lot now by tournament time if they can get it down maybe but dude we've had like seven or inches of rain up here in tennis like all that stuff is running in from surrounding areas they got more rain last night they got more rain today just wasn't a feasible situation so now we're going to fish a stingy smith lake in october um first week of october this year which you know i like fall events i've been been saying i want to fish fall events so i get to fish two now this fall we'll see if i can put my money where my mouth is but uh, that'll be a lot tougher than it probably would have been this week lots of stuff floating i mean it was dangerous but uh, the boys and i went down did some practice and some looking around, and I was liking what I was finding. But uh, we'll we'll just have to wait till October for Smith Lake. So uh, hats off to Bass to making the decision at the right time because you got 500 people coming in and out from all over the country. If they'd have waited another day or two, the whole place would have been filled up with open anglers, and that wouldn't have been a good situation for anybody. So. So you're stuck with me uh, doing another show. I actually recorded an interview you're going to get to see here in a little bit with uh, Bill Lowen. Rory Herndon from Express Boats and Clay Connor from Express Boats. Real cool interview, uh, and we're gonna we're gonna get to that. We're gonna get to that. But there's a lot going on. But before we get to the lots going on, I gotta say a huge thank you to Startron for bringing you Low Budget Live for going on three years now, kicking ethanol in the teeth. And don't just take my word for it, low lifers. Read the shirt. Look at this. Kick ethanol in the teeth with Star Trun. Look at this. Shake it. Look. Uh huh. Uh huh. These just showed up at my house. Will be available soon. How cool is that, folks at Star Trun? Making an LBL shirt. Shaking the Star Trun bottle. Kicking ethanol in the teeth. But want to thank those guys uh, over there for not only the shirts, but always supporting LBL. Um, and kicking ethanol in the teeth in your weed eater, in your chainsaw, but most importantly, in your bass boat with that outboard engine because n- nothing ruins a great day on the water like an outboard engine that won't run. So get you some Star Trot. Sims Fishing Products. Fine folks at Sims making great rain wear. Get you layered up. Get you solar flare. If you've got bipolar weather like we do in Tennessee right now where it rains for four hours and it's cold and then it, the rain stops and the wind quits blowing and the sun comes out and it's 78 degrees, you need some Sims. You, you can wear the shorts and the solar flex under the pro dry rain suit. You see what I did right there? Got it all in there. Got it all in there. But uh, I am wearing a lot of the gear. I love it. Rain suit's awesome. Lord knows I get to wear it plenty <laughs> lately. And uh, I am here to remind each and every one of you low lifers, you get one life. Fish it well. Fish it well. Pro Guide batteries. Can't say enough about them, y'all. I'm running the uh, the AGMs. We got some new batteries coming soon. A little special announcement coming very soon. But running the 31 AGMs, I'm blown away. A lot of you have been messaging me about this. Awesome batteries, okay? Uh, fished a tournament with Hudson this weekend on Wheeler. 
after Smith got canceled, we went down there, and dude, I'm telling you right now, I have ran those things in current. Like I, I'm, I'm just blown away. Really, really impressed by the batteries with my four stroller motor. Like it really, they just, I, I can't kill them. And I've tried. I have freaking tried. As a matter of fact, I told you last weekend when we were down at Smith, I didn't charge the things for a couple days, which I wouldn't suggest doing. But uh, really, really loving the Pro Guide. You can use LBL10 at checkout at Pro Guide Batteries to get you some yourself. And last but certainly not least, the banner that won't get hung because I just, I, it, it's a long story. Express Boats, the official boat of LBL and Luke Duncan's Traveling Circus, the Express X-21, and finally got the old Express in some rough water, to say the least, on Wheeler Lake, blowing against the current, that perfect storm yesterday, and was blown away, I'll be honest, I know y'all, I sound like a broken record, but I've had it in about every situation I can have it in now, and just my favorite boat, like, period, rides like a glass boat. I see all the aluminum, aluminum, aluminum talk, tin rig talk. Dude, you take a ride in one, I promise you, I promise you, you will absolutely be blown away. Thing is awesome and uh, really been impressed by everything by the boat. Going to do another walkthrough this week, so be on the lookout for that. I want to show you the tackle storage because it's just, uh, it's got a lot of tackle storage. But you'll find out more about Express. I I was honored to have Rory Herndon and Clay Connor as well as Mr. Elite Series Champion, $100,000 Bill Lowen on, but uh, we're going to get to that in a little bit. But Express Boats Hot Springs, Arkansas, building excitement since 1966. All right, here we go. A few things. First and foremost, first and foremost, uh, lots of folks have reached out about this. There's been a lot said about it already. The Auburn Bass team, Auburn uh, University, I know several of them boys, they listen to Low Budget Live, and uh, good kids, good kids. And it's kind of been one of those heralded universities in college bass fishing, even though the university technically doesn't acknowledge it as a sport, right? Which is where my problem lies with the fact that the university has suspended the Auburn Bass team because they violated COVID restrictions, They're stating that in July 2020, February 2021, and March 2021, the Auburn Bass team participated in events, blah, 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 blah. They cannot represent the school. They can no longer freaking post for the school. They can't be on YouTube as the Auburn Bass fishing team. They can't wear their jerseys. What in the hell? Now, I'm a Tennessee fan, so obviously I think Auburn sucks anyways, but what in the hell are you thinking if you're Auburn University and and just overall, this is what we're dealing with with this COVID bullcrap, okay, is overall, everybody's throwing different darts at it. Oh, I'm going to do this. Oh, we're going to do this. But you better not do this. I'm going to do this. Well, this state does this, and this country does this. And that, But you better wear your mask, but I ain't going to wear my mask, but you're going to do this. Like, what are we doing? And your hat, like, you know, Auburn's basketball team can – Sweat all over somebody, you know, game in, game out. But hey, their coach is wearing a mask and the guys on the bench are wearing a mask. But they get to play that. You can have a, a lowered capacity crowd watching your team play basketball, but two dudes can't go stand in a bass boat in the most open environment, which was the sport that grew the most during COVID because people could get outside with their freaking families and you're going to suspend them for this? 
If you don't know this story, go look it up. If you do know this story, go tag Auburn in something. Twitter, Facebook, and I'm not all about cancel culture. Y'all know that, but this is just complete and total insanity. Some of these pick kids pick to go to school based on where they can fish. Why in the hell would you stick around if your own university slaps your wrist because you violated COVID? Now, I listen, I don't know the details of what they violated, but I know I've been to a lot of bass tournaments in this environment that we're living in, and whether it be bass, FLW, ML, FLW, whatever, MPFL, they're all handling it differently, but they're all handling it with COVID in mind. This is the world we live in. But if you can tell me that a dude can play football and that a drunk guy can sit in a stadium and watch football, and that that is safer than two guys going and getting in a bass boat and fishing a bass derby together, you've lost your damn mind. You lost your damn mind. So, you know... This is this sounds like somebody on the Auburn team pissed somebody's you know daughter off. <laughs> That's what that sounds like. You boys been breaking up with the wrong girl down there on the plane. Somebody done ratted y'all out. But what the hell? One thing I've seen uh, seen a lot of people outspoken about this. Steve Kennedy, who is a big Auburn, uh, you know. Auburn guy all the way wears an Auburn hat. say says he's disgraced, embarrassed to wear the hat now. Like that—that's—that's that's a statement, man. Steve doesn't—he—he's—he's kind of keeps to his own, man. And uh, what a joke! What a joke! So I ha- had to open the show with that. Really, you know, are the fraternities and sororities and y'all? I'll get killed if there are any frat boys listening to this. Story, but like, are y'all? Are they chilling out? I'm sure they are. I'm sure they ain't having no parties on the weekends. I'm sure y'all know about everything going on down there at Auburn, just like everybody at every university knows about everything. Like, I got a daughter in college. I know what goes on, right? And uh, COVID precautions aren't exactly taken amongst that age group, no matter what they're what they're involved in. So give me a freaking break, man. Um, so Low Budget Live, we've never really had the Loser of the Week award, but I think it goes to uh, to Auburn University. Got to say, it goes to uh, goes to Auburn on that, and the Auburn Auburn fishing team sucks to be you guys. That's that's brutal. That's brutal. Go to the University of Tennessee football team, absolute trash. Basketball team will break your heart. Baseball teams kicking ass and taking names. Fishing team, all of you go up there. We'll gladly take you at the University of Tennessee. Go Vols. Go Big Orange. That's what I got to say. Screw Auburn. Lord have mercy. What a what a deal, man! Uh, and I've seen a lot of Auburn fans super outspoken about this. So, just a damn shame, man. This is the world we live in now. And uh, COVID, obviously, I've spoken about it a million times on here. Like it's very it, it's very serious, man. Like it is. I get it. I get it. But to to take this away from these kids. When when they're and it's not like they're you know they're getting scholarship money. It's not like the university's just out there just helping them do everything they do. Most of these guys do everything on their own. But hope to uh, hope to see Jordan and and uh, Matt Lee chime in on this. Uh, you know, get the word out to their followers just because this is just bullcrap. And whether anything will be changed or not, but like to tell them they can't be on social media, tell them they can't be on. It's just insane. Hoping to have some of those guys on to talk about it. Don't know if they're allowed to or not. Uh, but yeah, just uh, really disappointing. Uh, boo War Eagle. That's what I say to that. Boo War Eagle. All right, moving on. Moving on. Make some noise about that in the comments, though. That's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Auburn. 
just, you know, the tiger. Uh, nobody wants the tiger to get COVID or the eagle. They have two mascots. Not sure what that the deal is with that anyways. Two mascots. Nobody knows what a war eagle is, first of all. First of all, nobody knows what that is. And, uh, and then you got a tiger. So we're the tigers, but we're the war eagles. Tigers, but we're the war eagles. And we just canceled bass fishing. War, war damn eagle. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, man. Congratulations to Ott Defoe for winning yet another <laughs> Bass Pro Tour event down at Sam Rayburn. Tough event. Tough event. It was, uh, I didn't get to watch, but uh, too much going on. But checked out the weights and it looked, you know, it looked miserable, to be honest. Uh, but the Otter wins again. He seems to have figured out that format fairly well. The same dude seemed to figure it out all the time, though. That's that's uh, what's crazy about it. But uh, word on the street coming out of that event is uh, there was a call with some of the anglers and uh, some some not-so-happy campers at the first event of BPT, paying all them entry fees. And uh, I'd say you're going to see some changes. I think you're going to have to see some changes if at the end of year three there are going to be uh, 80 anglers returned to the Bass Pro Tour. That's, that's the word on the street. And I'd say, I'd say there's some changes coming with weight minimums and uh, all kind of stuff from what I'm hearing out there. Uh, yeah, interesting. Interesting to say the least, but I'm sure they'll figure it out. I'm sure there'll be more changes and they'll figure it out. But uh, my question is if there are anglers to leave, which I figured there'd be some more guys, but I'm hearing like kind of like a mass exodus thing going down. There's a lot of guys upset that there are certain people getting MLF sponsors on their jerseys, kind of like FLW used to be. I think I said it was like FLW 2.0. Correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, but, but you know, you're seeing guys – Certain guys get those sponsor deals and others aren't. It's definitely a case of the have and have-nots over there. Definitely. Similar to FLW, those team deals. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm right. Maybe I was right. I don't know. Uh, Certainly an interesting situation over there, to say the least. And uh, didn't get to watch it, but again, congrats to Ott on a win. I'm sure he's happy. He's pocketing that cash over there. Making that money. Speaking of guys making money, and Ott has made money doing this. Aluminum boats are ruling pro fishing. Other than Ott, he didn't win in one, but he has won in one multiple times. The last four leading up to BPT, the last four major events have been won by guys in aluminum boats. Gussie, John Cox, John Sokup, and the latest, Mr. Billy Lowen. And we're we're seeing a shift. I, I get messages from y'all all the time about freaking aluminum boats and everybody's into that idea man people are tired of paying you know a lot of money for bass boats some people can't obviously and it's just an awesome alternative and they just keep getting better and the people that started the trend in my opinion with the high performance bass boats have been doing it for a very long time are the guys from express boats i reached out to bill lowen about doing an interview last week trying to get my stuff done before i left to go to smith lake and i got billy and as I was talking to him, he said, dude, I'm going to be at Express with this trophy. He did a plant tour. It's awesome. You'll hear the whole story. But originally, this LBL was not going to go like this at all. Uh, I had another deal recorded. Scratched it. Scratched it. So this was recorded a few days ago, but I got to have Bill Lowen on 
And just so happens the president of Express himself, Rory Herndon, joined us for the interview, and the VP of marketing, Clay Connor, were in on this. And it was just cool. It was cool because he was their first pro staffer. And he drove the damn trophy to him. I kind of get emotional. But because stories like this are cool. That's why we all fish. But to see Bill in this situation, he drove the freaking blue trophy out there to Express to see them. Every employee got to see it. He got just to talk to everybody there. It's a really cool story. So, ladies and gentlemen, I want you to listen to this one. We had a great time talking fishing, talking boats, talking family, and uh, it is really special for me. So, without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Billy Lowen, Clay Connor, and the man himself, Rory Herndon. Live from Not-So-Live, Hot Springs, Arkansas. Well, as promised, I've got some very, very special guests for this very special LBL. I told y'all I'm leaving for Smith Lake, so I'm recording a couple days early. And these guys have been gracious enough to join me from Express Boats. Of course, we got Bill Lowen, Elite Series champion. I bet. Does that feel good, Billy? Just being introduced as that now? Well, it's got to feel good, right? Uh... It hasn't sunk in yet still, but yeah, it sounds pretty awesome. <laughs> you're, you're, you know, and they can never take that one from you. That's like, that'll always be in front of Dollar Bill. And of course, we've got Rory Herndon and my man Clay Connor from Express Boats. Like, this is an honor for me right now. These guys make it all happen. And I think it's very important to have all three of these guys on because of this trend we're seeing that we talked about before they got on this this theme in the proficient industry that I'm a part of now and grateful to be a part of, but this aluminum boat madness that's taken over. So we'll get into a lot of things, but thank you guys. Absolutely. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, well, Billy, I gotta, I gotta throw it to you first and say, you're not dollar bill anymore. You're $100,000 bill. <laughs> low and like Mercer's going to have trouble saying that, I think, but that's, that's dollar bill has got to go away now. You know, they brought that check out there and laid it in front of me, and I about bleh, <laughs> all over the place. Yeah. Well, I got I got to know, man, uh, from these guys, Rory and, and Clay. Bill was your first pr- official pro staffer, correct? Like that—that's how this all went down, right? Absolutely. Yeah. And, and so, and Clay, you told me earlier this year, you said we'll have a blue trophy walk through this door. It's going to happen this year. You told me this not not long ago, and. To see this happen, like walk me through your emotions, seeing your guy that you've backed, who was your first on the pro trail, walk in with a Bassmaster trophy. You know, it was a pretty surreal experience because, you know, when we don't cry, yeah, don't cry, yeah, yeah, again, <laughs> there was a lot of there was a lot of emotional moments that that uh, were involved with this, not only from. Uh, from our office here, but you know, man, I heard from from people throughout the industry that that truly articulated. They threw up. They yeah. they, they threw up with tears. They threw up. With, yeah. They they threw up with with uh, just excitement. And that was one of the conversations I had with Bill. Like, you don't know how many people love you and care for you and yeah. wanted this so much. And uh, you know, we 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 have been after this effort for for a while and and uh we we had 
someone that 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 truly started this effort with us, and 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 Bill came on, and and you know I use this this phraseology as legitimized, and and you know uh, he legitimized the the effectiveness of this high performance boat on the elite series and the only thing missing was truly to to bring home a blue trophy and it was something that i had a goal for the company something that i had a goal a vision that i had that i wanted someone to put a blue trophy on that man's desk and (laughs) and boy it happened and so we couldn't be happy well i remember when when you got signed bill i thought it was the most perfect mix yeah. of companies because I knew you guys well. I knew Bill, knew his fishing style, knew his history. And I'm like, there's never been a marriage better than that, really, to kick off this professional bass fishing pro staff, quote, you know, relationship that you guys were going on this endeavor. But Rory, like for you, I, I saw you with John Sokup a couple yeah. weeks ago, and that was the first one. We walked in the inaugural NPFL championship trophy, like that's in an express. So to follow it up just almost two weeks later with the first ever elite series in an express, like what are you thinking right now? It's just amazing. You know, we, we were intentional. We were, I mean, we sat down and had conversations. What, where do we want to go as a company? What do we want to do? What does our vision look like long-term with this high performance bass boat? And I was a little reluctant to get into the, you know, the whole pro pro circuit. Um, we've always appealed to the guy that just likes to go out and enjoy his time in a boat and just really haven't pursued after that, you know, elite style series of competitive fishing. And whenever we got into it, we decided to be very intentional. We don't want just any guy that can go out and, and fish tournaments. We want a guy that represents our brand like Dollar Dollar Bill Lowen. And like it does not get more close to our culture than what he represents. Uh, he's a hunter, a fisherman, a family man. He checked so many boxes for us. It was, it was a no brainer. I mean, we, <laughs> and so, I mean, that's, that, that was our intention. We were intentional of what's going to fit our culture. What's going to fit our vision of the brand going forward. And Bill checked all those boxes. And so uh, just happy we could work out something and, and it's emotional around here on, on fishing day. You know? <laughs> I I know. Now, the meetings don't go quite as efficient as they do on other weeks. You know, everybody's in their office, you know, on their on their computer and always checking their phone and like, hey, Bill, just got another one, you know. And so, oh, yeah. It's fun and it's exciting. And, and uh, you know, looking back, it was a great decision for us as a company. And, and it's it's a good marriage. Oh, there, there's no doubt about it, man. And, and Bill, I, I was so happy for you, but then I was so mad at you at the same time because I'm sitting here at my desk and I was like, who's, who's cutting onions, man? Like this is <laughs> literally, I found myself just like bawling my eyes out when you're, when your son and, and there's the whole family, but your, your son was so unbelievably just proud of his dad and being a guy with 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 sons like 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 you Rory and they love to fish and they love this sport and seeing that moment i was like that's why we all do what we do whether it's fishing hunting you know whatever gets you up in the morning right that's to make our kids proud once you're a father i think it changes things and seeing that moment i was like that was one of the most beautiful things i've ever seen in the sport of pro fishing man so i was i was very happy for you but i was like come on man i got work to do come on man amazing the the um 
impact that their family has on the fishing industry. Absolutely. I mean, the outflow of emotion we had towards us as a company, um, man, their family's made such a big impact in a positive way for the outdoor industry. I think it, I think it transcends the fishing industry, but everyone knowing the screen team and, you know, Dollar Hill's going to get up there and you're going to hear it. Like everyone. Every time. Yeah. Every time going to go wild. And, you know, all those guys, you know, that are, that are doing uh, behind the scenes stuff, knows his family, knows his kids, have watched them grow up and the impact they've made on the industry is just, it's priceless. And I don't think us as anglers know truly how much it affects them. You know, Jennifer and Nevaeh and Fisher, it's, uh, I mean, it's their lifestyle. That's all they know. And funny that Fisher on, you know, uh, Monday night, I got the days all goofed up because of the change, but on Monday night, he says, Dad, have you ever done this good since I've been alive? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I guess it really opened my eyes truly to how much they're paying attention and how much it affects them. It was, uh, it was awesome. Well, it's a, and, and Mercer always says that, you know, the tears come for all the things that people don't see, right? All the sacrifices and all the hours and all the near misses. I mean, you've had top five after top five, you are, when I had you on, I guess this fall we talked and I was looking up your stats and I, and I knew, right? Like I follow this sport so close and I, I know Bill Lowen is one of the most consistent guys out there. But then when I'm doing my actual research, I'm like, this guy never misses. Like he doesn't miss a lot like in, in his whole career, but to have that consistent career, but never have a blue trophy, was that eating at you at all? Was that something that you thought about going into events ever? Like, am I going to get one? Like, is it my time? Was it last week? Did that cross your mind? You know, I think every one of us as anglers, I mean, we're going to think that, you know what I mean? And to me, um, I guess it just kind of put the icing on the cake or solidified my career as a professional angler. Yeah, I'm a professional angler, but I kind of didn't feel like Without that blue trophy, you know what I mean? Just it legitimizes it um, and puts you on a map. Like you said, it's something that can never be taken away from you. Um, and I think you think about that every time you put the boat in the water. And I'm going to be honest with you, Luke. I didn't have no idea that it was going to go down the way it went down. Okay. After the first day of the event, when I landed on the fish that I landed on and could run my pattern and run the style of fishing that I grew up doing on the Ohio River, I can hear that little voice in the back of my head saying, you're saying there's a chance. You know what I mean? <laughs> Don't screw it up. You're getting the right bites. If this goes down the way you, it can go down. You can fish in your comfort zone for four days. Yeah. You, you might have a shot. And thank God all the stars lined up. And, um, dude, I haven't really even had a chance to, uh, let this all sink in. You know, the very first night we got back to the camper after the win, I had like 250 text messages on my phone, <laughs> which I was blown away. I didn't even know I knew that many people. Um, <laughs> I made sure that I tried to answer every single one of those before I went to bed um, because I felt like my fans deserved that for me to try to answer them back. And yesterday on my way here, it was a six hour drive and I literally was on the phone from the time I left Pickwick Lake to the time I pulled into the campground here. Um, I'm just blown away, man. I can't thank everybody, and I can't thank everyone for the uh, support over the years. And just the fans, it's been it's been amazing. And to have that blue trophy, man, I can't even 
I can't put it into words, honestly. I just I can't do it. I, I think ask him about pulling into the uh, the campground. This is a cool story. So we pulled into the campground last night. It's dark, and I'm trying to get the water hooked up and the sewer lines and the you know what I mean. Just all back to stuff. back to real life. Yeah, back yeah. to real life. <laughs> back to reality. So <laughs> I can see this group of people coming, and Jennifer's like, "You got people coming, right?" So here I am, I got a sewer hose in my hand and um, they're like ecstatic. They're like, look, we don't want to bother you, but we follow the Elite Series and we're them people right now. And I'm like, what's up? They're like, man, we watched you your whole career. We just watched you win your first Elite. It is so cool. Is there any way that we can get a picture with you? And I was like, you know what? This is awesome. Um, You know what? So we did the picture deal and a little bit later I tried... Went walking around the campground with a signed hat, trying to find the little guy that was there. And unfortunately, I couldn't find him. But um, I guess to me, I just, I really don't know how many people are truly watching. Um, you know what I mean? Because look, I just feel like I'm one of the guys. You know what I mean? I feel like I get up every day and put my pants on the same way everybody else does. And to truly, truly finally realize how many people pay attention to what I'm doing. It's, uh, I'm, I'm so grateful and so thankful. Dude, dude, you, you say that and, and, and I get exactly what you're, what you mean by that. But I always say this when guys win any sport, whether it's football, basketball, professional fishing, whatever, when they're the good guys, when they're the good guys and they're the guys that everybody pulls for your social media feed will be nothing but the face of that good guy. And, And we see it in fishing a couple times a year. Like a guy that everybody pulls for. And man, Instagram and Facebook that night was nothing but Bill Lowen and Bill Lowen's family. And I think that is such a testament to the not only the angler you are, but the man you are and the family that you guys have. That was I was blown away by that man. And and, and you know, Bill, like that doesn't happen for everybody, right? It doesn't. And so I think it's so special, man. And it's not gonna be your last one by a long shot. Um, but I gotta say though, this I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna put you on the spot here as a Pickwick angler. Rory, Rory and I have been talking about fishing Pickwick. I'm gonna try to get him and the boys over here at some point uh, after you got you know they settle back down from you guys beating on them uh, like y'all did. But dude, I, I grew up on this river, and I was down in Florence on Monday during your first day of practice, and I water six seven feet low, and I was like, ugh. It's going to be tricky for these boys. Well, then it floods out, and I'm like, ah, going to be even trickier for these boys. <laughs> like, they're, like, they're in trouble, you know. And I knew there would be 10, 20 guys that adjusted, but I have to say, and this has been local talk, and you know this everywhere you go, there's always locals, I would have done this or I would have done that. You blew every local's mind in North Alabama and Southern Tennessee with your ability to adapt to our conditions that we had uh, and make it work for you and use a technique that, I mean, you're using your signature series jig. (laughs) Like, holy cow, dude, like you made it work, but you, but I watched all the live coverage and you adjusted every single day. Did you know those fish were, I mean, could, could you just tell it was changing that fast? You know, I'm going to be honest with you. Um, my, my game plan was to fish out there behind, is it Crowder Island? Is that how you pronounce it? Coger, yeah, Coger Island. Okay, mm-hmm. so my, my plan was to fish out there on the in the grass in the high spots. Yep. 
water was so low that them stumps out there were exposed and I could pitch a jig to the grass lines and to the isolated stumps and I can get bit out there. I wouldn't get a lot of bites, but they were the right bites, right? Okay. So my game plan was to be out there fishing well when it flooded out. Me being a river rat, I said, you know, the current has to push those fish to the sides, whether it be over there on the docks on the mainland side or on the trees on the island that were completely dry. So thank God the very first morning when I come around the back of that island and see all those trees with water that in practice were dry, now on the shallow side, they got two foot. On the deep ends, they got four or five. I thought, dude, there's no way they cannot be here. So my first tree I come to, I get a bite and I miss that fish. The second tree I come to, I catch a really good keeper. So now I got the confidence to, hey, let's roll with this for a minute. And then the other thing that keyed me in, there was a patch of reeds on that island. It was about as big as the boat. And first pitch to it, I get a two and a half pound bite and I lose it. The next pitch to it, I get a five pound bite, I catch it. The third pitch to it, I get another really good keeper. And I don't remember if I had a limit at that point, but give me, I said, you know what? I cannot believe they've already pulled to the reeds. So when I got done fishing that island, I went and ran some pockets that had some reeds in it and was fortunate enough to catch, you know, two five pounders flipping reeds that day and give me 21 and a half, whatever I had. So the next three days was basically a repeat of that, except for on the third day, I was just void of those big giant bites because the river was starting to fall. Right. Uh, and me, you know, growing up on the Ohio River, knowing what those fish do when the river starts falling, you know, they always go to those areas that hold that little bit deeper water, you know, the docks and uh, bluff swings and things like that. So, um, and, and Matt Heron included me in a little bit before the cutoff, you know, because in our deal, we can get help from other anglers that are in the tournament mm-hmm. before the cuts made. He said, look, dude, if your stuff goes south, I've caught some fish on the bluffs. They've already transitioned to that. Well, I've had some fish I caught in practice on the bluffs, and I've literally had fished those fish, tried them for three days, and never had a bite on them. So the fourth day, I made that adjustment, ran to them, caught two key fish immediately, which gave me the confidence to settle down and just fish. And there was two bluffs, and there was four to five docks in between them, so I was going to go from this bluff to this bluff. I said, hell, we're here. We might as well fish the docks in between. <laughs> I catch my fourth keeper off of the one dock, and then I catch an eight-five, dude. I mean, an eight-five, really? Come on. Oh. <laughs> and then I go on to the next bluff, and I catch a couple more keepers, and it was just like, you know, I never truly thought I had an opportunity to win. I thought I needed one more four-pound bite to make it happen. But I think that being raised where I was raised on the Ohio River – Fishing in those conditions my whole life, I'm talking 40 years or however the hell long I've been fishing, um, give me the opportunity to be able to make the adjustments on the fly and, and never get spun out. You know what I mean? They say when it's your time to win, there's nothing you can do wrong. And I, the, this week was truly a testament to that statement. Uh, man, it was so impressive. Like I said, from a just from a professional fishing standpoint, but then but having local knowledge down there, that's where I cut my teeth and watching you make those calls. I was like, man, a, a friend of mine that's a guide, he texts me after day three and he said, dude, he is literally making every move he needs to make because because we know the dam, right? We know what lives there, and and it's like. It's changing up there. Those guys aren't adjusting. They're not adjusting. And then you look at Bill and you're making these little key moves. And I'm like, I, yeah. And I didn't think, man, I, I really, I didn't think they would be able to even scare you on the final day, but Brock Mosley did. 
Shout out yeah. to Brock. He did scare. He scared it because I actually text Clay. We caught the the seven. You call it, you sandbagger first of all, but you caught it a seven. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. I gotta call you out on that. It's okay. This is your fault because y'all were putting something in the water up there. They were making those fish short and fat. Oh, they're this you bigger. Know? Yeah, I, I know. Now look, first day of yeah. the tournament, I kept fifteen and a quarter inch bass. Right, I dropped him on my scale. He weighs three pounds. Okay, so unreal. Like, scales broke. <laughs> yeah. No way, right? But he's like this big and this tall. Yep. And I got four of those fish in my bag, but in my mind, I'm thinking they're two, two and a half pounders. You right. Know yeah. If it's an eight pounder, I got eighteen pounds. I'm gonna freaking lose by two ounces, right? You know. <laughs> so. It's all your own fault for whatever you're putting in the water. Well, it's your fault for giving everybody at Express Boats and everybody keeping up with it a heart attack. <laughs> because I, because I, 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 dude, I'm, I'm going back and looking at the footage. I'm going, yeah, I think it's more than seven. He's got it. I think it's more than seven. He's got it. I'm texting Clay. He's like, it's not over yet. I'm like, I, I think he's got it, man. And like, we're, we're going back and forth. So when they, when you brought that, when you pulled it out of the bag, I'm like, all right. Yeah, I think, I think that's, I think that's the one. Well, dude, um, Bill, are you surprised? And and you you and I have had a lot of conversations about the boat, about Express. Before I made the change, I, I leaned on you like, all right, tell me about this thing. I've talked to you about it. Well, you took me for my first test ride ever about four years ago at the dealer meeting. You you drove me around in the next 21. And we talked out there on the water about everything you loved about the boat. And it's all, you know, came true. Like I, I love everything about my boat. But are you surprised? At this four major tournaments, four weeks in a row, all one out of an aluminum boat. Like, how crazy is this trend right now? I know I mean, the, the express guys expected it, right? Like, they're they're like, I say Clay's like, oh, oh yeah, maybe, we know. know. But I'm just saying, if I could take my shirt off right now and show you my back where they've been whooping me with a <laughs> make sure I got some fish, I would, but. It probably wouldn't be good for your show. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, you never know. We got some weird listeners. <laughs> I think the trend is, is, is truly amazing. And I think that it just opened up everybody's eyes. That You know, I mean, because for years and years and years, there was this misconception that an aluminum boat can't perform um, to this level. You know yeah, I mean? a stigma even. Yeah. Around so, it. yeah. If you're impressed with the high-performance aluminum platform we got, with the Hyperlift Paul, it's... I mean, I told you this, and I'll tell everybody this. If you get in that boat and go for a ride and have a blindfold on, you can't tell that you're in a <laughs> million boat. percent. No There's no way. So to be able to, I mean, honestly, we're changing the face of bass fishing or bass boats with what's going on. And I think it's just going to continue to get better and better and better. I mean, I couldn't agree more. And I, I've got to say, for me, when I made the switch – I've never interacted with people about a boat like I have with the Express. P- people have more genuine, sincere interest in that boat, whether it's the sea deck, whether it's the fact they're like, is that a 250 on an aluminum boat? Like they're, they're blown away. But I get so much interest in so many people. Hey, man, that's going to be my next boat. Or I just ordered one of those. Or, I mean, it's, it's really, it's, it's, it surprised me. But, Bill, I got to ask you and, and put you on the spot in front of the bosses, does it drive you crazy when people say, nice 10 rig, Bill? Because they do me that way and I want to fight. Right. Exactly. <laughs> like I, I get angry. I'm like, it's not a 10 rig. Shut up. 
I get guys walking up to me and tapping on it. You know, yeah. Like, like, what are you doing? With a glass top or what is this <laughs> thing? You know, um, I think it's so cool that we're getting um, so much attention. You know what I mean? And yeah. Heck, you, I mean, if you look out on the elites and the, the aluminum boats that are there, you know, um, and our team, as far as that goes, I mean, look, we got Jason Christie's in an express. We got Dale Hightower, Harvey Horn, Caleb Summerall. You know what I mean? Um, I mean, dude, we're making, we're making huge waves. That's for sure. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's, it's fun to be a part of it. And it's fun to see just across the board and make people realize and you've been doing that longer than any of us, but make them realize, look, dude, you can take, it doesn't matter if it's the St. John's River or Lake St. Clair, you can fish out of this boat anywhere. It's not a conditional boat. It's not the. It's not your backup boat that you take if you want to go up or I'll bet you can go shallow. Yeah, and also I can go beat your butt in 40 feet of water if I need to because it's a 21-foot boat with a 96-inch beam. So I, I think you've done an incredible job of that and educating people. But, yeah, I had to ask you about that because I get tired of nice 10 rig, man. I'm like, dude, it's not a 13-foot John boat in the back of my truck. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> not saying there's anything wrong with those because I love those too, but I'm just saying right. it's not. <laughs> it you know it'll make you cry running down the lake when it's cold. Trust me. <laughs> well, that's the thing that's cool. Like you said, you can do anything you want in that boat that you could have done in a fiberglass boat, shallow, offshore, whatever. But what it does is it opens up so much more for you, especially for a guy like me that's a shallow water angler. That I mean, dude, I'd go. As far as I can go in my fiberglass boat. Well, now I go that far and more. You know what I mean? Now you get scared. <laughs> yeah, man, exactly. That's what I say all the time. I said, I know I'm going to get stuck somewhere. Yep. <laughs> I'm not going to make it back to weigh in. Um, but, I mean, it lets me, as a shallow water angler, fish however the heck I want, whether that be up in six inches of water or out there in 40 foot of water. Um, and it lets me fish comfortable knowing that I don't have to worry about destroying it. You know? uh, yeah, absolutely. I won't tell you guys what I hit in mine a couple of weeks ago, but uh, if I would have been in a fiberglass boat, we that's where we would have been. Um, but the Express took it like a champ. We'll talk about that later uh, off the air. Um, they will get stuck. I mean, they're just lighter to push off when you get stuck. Right. Yeah, this this wasn't as much of a getting stuck situation as it was just really hitting something really hard that I shouldn't have hit. Yeah. Uh, but it's fine. We're good. <laughs> I, I had the boys in the boat, and they were like, Dad, is that okay? And I'm like, oh, yeah, that happens all the time. And I'm losing my crap behind yeah. the scenes. And they had no idea. <laughs> we were actually on Pickwick <laughs> before you guys were there, and, and the water was high. I mean, I nailed, I nailed one. But, uh, like, hey, we're good. We're all good here, buddy. Y'all calm down. You got your life jackets on. We're, we're fine. Uh, yeah, we're, we're fine. Um, guys, I, I mean, I can't, I can't thank y'all enough for, for joining me and doing this. I, I told you it's the first elite trophy that's ever been on LBL. So there it is. It's the first elite trophy at express from a dang express nonetheless. And I, I'm going to make a prediction, Bill, and you're probably going to hate me for saying this. Looking at this schedule this year, that's not going to be the only one of those you get because I feel like keeping up with this sport, <laughs> momentum is a dangerous, dangerous thing. And, dude, I, I, you might get another one next month, dude. I don't think that's going to be the last one this year. Don't you start. <laughs> I'm just saying, look, when I, 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 I am – 
I'm kind of a prophet on here sometimes, okay? I had John Cox on. I said, John, you're going to win. Last year, John Cox, you're going to win the first term of the year. He went to the FLW at Rayburn, won it. I said he was going to do that this year. Guess what? He did it. So I'm just saying there's a little LBO look. I've had some pretty good predicts. Brian knew. I'm just saying. I'm just saying I want a cut of the checks. All I'm saying, that's really what I'm getting at. Is that's what I want. Have, you didn't have to wait this long <laughs> to make some kind of prediction like that. I mean, if, like, you, truly, if you truly knew that, if you care. Hey, yeah, if you care, you would have said, you would have said, dude, I need you on the show. Here, well, we did it last fall after Santee. I need to go review the footage. I feel like I said, hey, buddy, you're going to win next year. Maybe I didn't, but I'll, I'll, go, I'll go look at the footage. <laughs> if you did. I'll be back next week. Okay, I will. We'll get you back on next week if I said it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I said, I'd said that. Uh, Rory, before we go, talk about just the history of of Express for the folks at home. I try to do you guys justice and I feel like I butcher it weekly. But since 1966, you guys have been building aluminum boats. But just just talk about like the family history and just kind of how the brand started. I think that's important for people to know. Yeah, it's really cool. Uh, my grandfather had a sporting goods store in Natchez, Mississippi. He was right there off the banks of the Mississippi River and sold sporting good equipment, uh, chainsaws, whatever outdoor supplies you needed. And he just saw a need for a, a stronger boat. He saw a need. They're putting in all that infrastructure in southern Louisiana, the, the bridges. And, and um, you know, a lot of those guys were working out of boats and just tearing them up left and right. And so he he had a vision of, of a stronger boat that was more durable and his motto is definitely the, the best way is not always the easiest. And so he designed the first all welded boat. And that's, that was our foundation as a company was building, um, you know, utility style boats. And so that was through the sixties. Dad came on in 79. That'd be his father-in-law, my mom's dad. And so dad came on in 79 and just took over the, the, you know, what he was doing, but added the recreation side into the, the hunting and fishing segments and, and uh, through, through all that, they were, I mean, lived it, breathed it. Like every, we'd be sitting around the dinner table in the 80s and like, I bet we could do this to the hall. I bet we could do this. It was <laughs> That's awesome. fun growing up in that environment. But whenever they, they came out with the hyperlift hole, it, it really was the catapult that put us on the map in the recreation business and uh, made it an affordable bass boat that you could perform like a high-end, expensive bass boat with lower horsepower. And our first little 50 inch wide boat, H51, H50, with like a little 90 on it. I mean, you could fish anywhere you wanted to go, run 40 miles an hour and, and have an affordable boat that truly could perform with, with anything in the market. And so that's just kind of been our, our story. Just let's continue to make it better. How do we make it stronger? How do we make it faster? And, uh, it, it's, it's our team. That's, we talk about it every day. It doesn't matter what it is. Like as soon as Bill wins, like still, how do we make it better? How do we make it faster? How do we make it stronger? And it's, yeah. technology. It, you know, it's, it's, an, it's, 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 it's built a lot on, on innovation as well. And Rory kind of glossed over some really important factors about the company itself. First one longitudinal ribs, first one to use expandable phones to not only meet, but exceed the Coast Guard standards. Uh, first to, 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 pioneer the padded hull in an aluminum boat. I mean, there's so many innovations that have come out of this, this very quiet, humble company, humble family um, that that has put us in a position today to, to truly be a leader on the highest level competitive fishing. And Bill brought home something that legitimized all of our efforts. Yeah. 
So absolutely, pretty exciting day. No doubt. And it won't be the last. We got a lot of guys out there kicking up mud and expresses this year on all, on all trails. And, uh, I'm just trying to, you know, if you guys could just, uh, maybe wheel me a victory in the Smith Lake open next week, I would gladly bring you an open, open trophy in there next week. Love to. Would love nothing more than that, actually. Uh, I'm going to get a chance to fish real shallow in it because Smith Lake's basically spilling over the top of the dam right now. So we're, we got plenty of water in, uh, in, in North Alabama. Uh, man, I can't thank you guys enough. Uh, this has been unbelievable. Clay said he had a surprise for me, and there it was. Rory, a trophy, and Bill Owen, and Clay himself right there. Yeah, and Clay. And Clay, man. Clay, uh I don't, he's the man behind the scenes. All y'all watching this, I've had Clay on before, but you guys just have to understand how hard this man works and how he breathes this brand and putting this to the forefront where guys like Bill are out there on the water winning elite series out of express boats. It's, it's very cool. They make it happen. And one thing I want to add before we leave is I've never, and I've, and I've said this before on the show, but I've never worked with a company that, truly cares about what professional fishermen think. And, and, I, and I don't mean any disrespect to any other boat manufacturer. They, they, they listen, but you guys are, it's like open forum. Hey man, if you think this is good, let us know. If you think this sucks, let us know. We want to know. We want to know right now. If you have, and my problem is I just can't find anything I think you need to change, but <laughs> like not too much, but, but it's just like this open forum. I got an email from Clay last week. Hey, here are the guys. Boom, boom, boom. Reach out to them. If you have anything like we're working on next year, like that's awesome, man. That is a, that is a very cool thing to be a part of. And I think Bill would echo that. That is a, that's an unbelievable thing to be. I think you should bring the camera in here and sit in on one of those meetings because the meeting room in there has holes in the wall where we've been throwing stuff. No, we're not going to do that. Yes, we are. Yeah. No, we're not. Um, so, yeah, it's, you know, this is my fourth year running the Express. And from when I started to where we are now, it's it's amazing. And, you know, my very first time ever here meeting with Rory, he made me go out and get my boat and critique his lifelong family boat. You know what I'm saying? Here I am. I'm scared to death. <laughs> You're like, it's great. There's like. nothing wrong with it. <laughs> I want to know what you don't like. And if you had the opportunity to change anything, what would you do? And I'm like, um, nothing. <laughs> my boat handles really well, you know? Uh, but no. I don't know what to do with my hands right now. Yeah, exactly. Um, he, uh, yeah. <laughs> they listened and they've made the changes and dude, I'm so excited for the future of this company to see, yeah, man. To see what is next. Um, I mean, it's it's going to be amazing to sit and watch and go chase some blue trophies. Uh, That's right. Heck yeah, dude. Hey, look, oh. a quick story. Today, Bill, when he pulled in, he got to pull in to the factory with his boat and the trophy on the front. Yeah, and man. employees got to surround the boat and all the craftsmen who built the boat have these conversations with us, get to see the end product with an end customer for us which is rare around here. You know, we're always in, in just that middle stage of, of production and don't get to spend a lot of time with the end user. And for all those people to get their hands on that boat and on the trophy and get to take pictures of Bill Lowe. And it was, it was an exciting day. That's special, man. Special that you guys put that much into it, you know, and want to make it special for Bill and the employees. Like you said, 
the people on the front lines, right? They're out there doing they they don't even they don't even realize a lot of times if they're not fishermen where where all I mean, dude, he takes this thing, like I said, from St. Clair to the St. John's River through all kind of conditions. They don't realize that a lot of times. So that that's awesome, man. It had to be special for everybody. They, they have no idea. You know what I mean? They're just you know, maybe to them, it's just, uh, this is my job. You know what I mean? I'm supposed yeah. to see that, whatever. But for me to be able to stand out there on that microphone and truly thank everybody that has something to do with that boat from the guy that simply puts screws in there or maybe, you know, the sea deck or installs the trolling motor, whatever that may be, to be able to personally thank them for what they've done and, you know, just to thank the whole Express family for letting me become part of it. Um Dude, it's been it's been awesome. Luke, that's that's what, so cool, man. Luke, what was really cool is is that the boat builder that built not only your boat but also Bill's boat yeah. is a female, and, awesome. and she he's built every one of Bill's boats. And Bill personally called her out of the crowd. And you know, you talking about someone that was affirmed and someone that 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 truly had an extra. Skipping her step was was it was such an unbelievably cool moment, and she that's walked awesome. up to me afterwards, and and she was like, "That's the coolest thing that's ever happened in my life." Can I get a picture with him? And I was like, <laughs> "Absolutely." So, She's a true craftsman. She is. That's all. That's so cool, man. That is just it's just unbelievable, uh, all the way around, man. You guys, thank y'all million percent. Thanks, thanks to Express, and congratulations to one hundred. I'm going to start changing. $100,000 bill, Lowen. You got to quit. No, no, I will never stop that. I mm, can't stop all stop. I'm like Miley Cyrus, buddy. That's not happening. <laughs> Dude, I'm like two dimes on the... <laughs> you know, $100,000 bill, Lowen. It sounds so much better. I've already texted Mercer to stop with the dollar bill crap. We're going $100,000. we are platinum now, baby. <laughs> all right, boys. Thank you so much. All right, Thanks, Good to see you. Good seeing y'all. Well, that's it. I hope y'all enjoyed that, man. It was, I've really appreciated them taking time out of their day, obviously running a major boat manufacturing facility is not a small order. So Rory, you know, being able to join us for that was awesome to me, meant a lot. I consider him a friend. He's a great guy. It's a great family business out there. I say it all the time. They're just really good people. So it was awesome. It's awesome getting us hear their perspective, him and Clay on what it means to them to have one of their guys grab up a trophy for the first time since they've started sponsoring people. The team continues to grow, and I'm very proud to be a part of that. But I want to say just a huge congratulations to Bill. As I said, he's one of the good guys, one of the great guys. And you don't see as many people giving shout-outs on social media as they did for Bill if you're not one of the good ones, if you're not one of the good ones that everybody pulls for each and every week. So, such a uh, such a cool story. The the funniest thing for me, and I and and I, I forgot to mention this to Bill was my ten year old rider was watching Bass Live during that event, and uh, he's like the biggest Bill Lowen fan ever now. And it was cool. He's like, he's got a boat like you, Dad. And he's like, where's Bill? Like we were down practicing at Smithy. He goes, is Bill going to be in this tournament? And uh, I got to get Bill to to call Ryder and give him a shout out. FaceTime with Ryder D. Because uh, Ryder's big Bill Lowen fan now. He likes a $100,000 Bill Lowen. Uh, but just a very humble dude who is dangerous with the rod and reel. 
everybody knew this was coming. It was just a matter of time, and it man, it just lined up for him. Flooded conditions. He knows that well. He talks about his Ohio River experience, but it's just cool. It's cool to see, and it definitely will not be Bill Lowen's last, and it won't be the last blue trophy that uh, walks through those doors there in Hot Springs. That's for damn sure, especially with the team they're assembling on the Elite Series, and uh, pretty freaking awesome to say the least. But, of course, we recorded that before they uh, canceled Smith Lake, so we talked about Smith there a little bit. But thanks to those guys uh, for for doing that. Really meant a lot. And thank you all for listening. Thank you all for listening every single week to Low Budget Live. I sincerely appreciate it. There are a lot of you that show up either on YouTube, show up on iTunes, Spotify, what have you, to listen each and every week. And it means a lot to me. I love doing this. It is uh, it is absolutely something that I, I am grateful to get to do each and every week. I always have time for it, always make time for it, even in a very, very busy, busy life. And I certainly have one of those. I'm grateful for it, but it, it, it gets kind of crazy. Sometimes some of you comment every now and then, man, I don't know how you sleep. Well, um, you know, it's it's definitely trying at times, but I'm always going to make sure one of these gets done because I enjoy it so much. I feel like we're having a conversation weekly. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Going to take you out today with a little bit of Biloxi Blues, like I always do. Want to remind you, Always hug your mama, hug your daddy, and uh, I will see y'all next week on Smellbl. Make sure to check out. I got lots of videos up on the channel right now. Got the Lake Record video coming up this week. I've got uh, a boat walkthrough video coming out this week. Got some sight fishing fixing to come up at home. I'm going to be doing some sight fishing videos. So get ready. Lots of content coming, and I appreciate each and every one of you, and I will see y'all. Next time! Spanish moss and Civil War ghosts Well, I'm gonna leave them in the past Any direction, Lord, I'll be fine It don't matter, east or west North, south, wherever the wind blows I'm leaving those burdens at rest This highway It does not know my name And I don't care, no And a spare Just a white line gypsy Getting out of Mississippi With just enough gas to get there You want to succeed You want to fish You want to be one of the greatest Tune in to West Marine's Life on the Water, presented by Costa Custom Boats, every Saturday night from 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. Pursuing wild game in wild places. Tune in to Hunt Stand Presents Saturdays at 8.30 p.m. Eastern. Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment.